Welcome to Weekly Homilies with Father Mark Sislenko, pastor of Saints Isidore and Maria Parish in Glastonbury, Connecticut, part of the Catholic Archdiocese of Hartford. I'm Carol Vassar, Parish Communications Coordinator. This is Season 3, Episode 5 for the Baptism of the Lord, January 12, 2020. Our Gospel reading is from Matthew, Chapter 3, verses 13 through 17. Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and yet you are coming to me? Jesus said to him in reply, Allow it now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. After Jesus was baptized, he came up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened for him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming upon him. And a voice came from the heavens, saying, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. There are many ways to understand and define baptism. But one way that often doesn't get as much consideration as perhaps it ought is the transformation that happens within the person who is baptized. When a person is baptized, something very profound changes. And it has to do with that individual's relationship with God. When a person is baptized, one of the profound gifts that is given is this ability to share in the unique relationship that Jesus himself shares with the Father. We gain an intimacy with God that places us in this incredible relationship with him, but also makes a claim on our identity. Because in every sense of the word, we become a son or daughter of God. This identity frames us, defines us, and gives us direction. In addition, baptism really ratifies what we just celebrated in Christmas. When I am baptized, I am saying that this Christmas event, God becoming one like us in Jesus Christ, is not just an event that happened many years ago, but it's an event that is happening now in and through me. Because when we are baptized, God enters into our heart and soul in a special way. And the one thing that God desires is that he be born in us, that God be born in us. That's why St. Paul, when he teaches, says that you have put on Christ, that we develop the mind and the heart of Christ. And in so doing, as we live and act in the world, we live and act as Christ would live and act. When God becomes born in the human heart, it changes things up immensely. And we develop a purpose and a direction that we didn't have before. Think about our world for just a moment. 
how many conflicting voices we deal with that try to define us and tell us who we are. We seem to get pulled on this tide of life. Many of us feel the anxiety and the uneasiness of that trend. We even find ourselves in situations dealing with people that just don't seem right. We're confronted with injustice all the time. We're told that we need to live and act in a certain way in order to be a part of something greater. In feeling these stresses and these pulls of life, it's easy for someone, especially someone younger, to find themselves very confused, struggling and perhaps not even realizing with the profound question of who am I? Who am I? Everyone is telling me I'm supposed to be this or that, but in the end, who am I? If one truly internalizes the transformation that God offers in baptism, the answer to that question becomes, I am a child of God. I am a son or a daughter of God. So that when I look in the mirror and I look at my reflection coming back at me, I don't see someone who's confused, but I see someone who definitely knows who they are and who has a claim on the depth of their soul. As we begin to live and act in this world, if we do so with that transformed heart, with that identity of who we are with us, it's going to make a difference in terms of how we execute our life. If we find ourselves struggling with a problem, for example, maybe there's a negative emotion that I'm dealing with that I'm having a hard time getting rid of or beyond. Our faith and our relationship with God can speak to that. It can help us sort out the negative impulses in our life to separate out true desire from passion. It can help us sort out how we need to organize and prioritize our life and what we need to do to discover and strive for happiness in the true sense of that word. It also allows us to connect with the deeper truths of who we are. You ever notice when folks extend themselves to someone in need? You know, we see this all the time when we bring our young people, for example, to the soup kitchen, or we organize an event of charity that directly helps folks in need, or people rally when there's a disaster to assist and bring relief and aid to the victims of that disaster. When people go to other countries and offer their time and their talent in service of one way or another, it resonates in here on a deeper level. And there's a genuine sense of goodness and satisfaction, not in a selfish sense, but in a deep, true sense that comes from extending ourselves in that way. And the reason we feel that way is because we are connecting with our truth. As child, children of God, we are meant to be a part of the ministry of the church. We are meant to find our way into the soup kitchens, into the food pantries. 
We are meant to help couples prepare for the sacrament of marriage. We are meant to help folks understand the sacredness and the dignity of human life. We are meant to help folks deal with the injustices that the world presents to them. We are meant to connect and help our brothers and sisters live a more dignified quality of life. And when we do so, we find the satisfaction, the spiritual satisfaction that comes from that grace. And if we connect that action with our baptism, then we begin to see that that is how God really wants us, his children, to live and act in the world. We are meant to connect with the suffering of the world. We can't keep it at a distance, but we must bring it into our existence, acknowledge it, respond to it. We have the ability to bring love and compassion to very broken places. We have the ability to be a voice of peace, a voice of justice, where people can look and see within our own lives the very love and compassion of God himself. And so if we truly understand baptism as a sacrament of transformation, where we're brought into this special relationship with God, given this unique identity, offered this gift of giving birth to divine in our very hearts and souls, of putting on Christ and changing up who we are, then we don't need to be confused about what direction we need to take. We don't have to become a victim to tides that pull us in other directions. And we always have a source to come back to, the word and the sacrament that enrich us, that clarifies who we are, gives us the courage and the strength to then leave this place and go out and proclaim to the world that Jesus Christ is in fact Lord, that he has come as savior of the world to be one like us in all ways. May this grace of our baptism truly have an effect in allowing us to embrace and live more deeply the gospel. Father Mark Sislanko is the pastor of Saints Isidore and Maria Parish in Glastonbury, Connecticut. Learn more about our parish community at isidoreandmaria.org and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our music comes free of charge from Blue Dot Sessions in Fall River, Massachusetts. I'm Carol Vassar. Thanks for listening. <laughs>